Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hard Nine Podcast. Today is November the 22nd, no, 21st. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals 2024 Eras Tour has officially begun, and we are all incredibly hopeful that it is way better of a tour than the 2023 Eras Tour was. Yeah, I don't. They're going back to 2013, back when the team was good. So we've got that at least. They're going back to their World Series roots. So we've got that going for us. Um, we had said, well, Caleb had said that we would be back if there was news. There's some fucking news. Like, I mean, this is some news. Like, I, the the hilarious thing to me is that in on the, our last pod, which by the way, thank you guys for listening. That one is doing incredibly well. We appreciate you all. Thank you all for joining and being a subscriber. If you haven't yet, please do that. Uh, you guys are really, really helping our numbers, and we greatly appreciate every single one of you. Um, but I offhandedly said, what about Lance Lynn? You, without a hesitation, a blink, a thought, a blip, anything, said, nope. Yeah, I said 0%. But here we are. 0% interest is what I said. Yeah, <laughs> so, I don't know what to make of this. I don't. Um. Here's what I'll say, and then I'll get your take, okay? Um, I put out a tweet yesterday, essentially just saying that, first off, I didn't say this, but here's the thing. One, bad optics by the Cardinals. Not, I mean, it's not, because you have to let the whole scene play out. Like, you can't judge a movie on the first 30 minutes. You got to let the whole thing play out. So it's, it, But a lot of, to a lot of people, it appears as bad optics. Like, you get your half person first, right? And it's Lance Lynn. Um, two, here's what I'll say. The, to me, the silver lining is you get a guy who had almost a 70% K rate last year, even though there was somebody who told me that doesn't matter. It does. That's why the Cardinals went after him last year, or for this year. That is what they're looking 70% to do. 70% what? K, or whiff rate. Whiff, whiff rate. That's Sorry, my apologies. Way different. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, wrong. Whiff rate. Um, you get a guy who is a bulldog in the clubhouse, who does sort of replace the the mentality that has has been missing? I think in that in that clubhouse, um, you get a guy that you only had to give up money. You didn't have to give up picks, and you didn't have to give up players. You didn't have to do any of that. And if he is that half guy that slots there at the back end, um, that's all good. Now the negative to me is in my mind that makes Miles Michaelis your th- number three. That might be great. Maybe Miles has a, a huge bounce back year again, another bounce back year. But counting on that does make me a little bit nervous. That was always going to be the case. They were never going to be able to get three starters that were better than Miles Michaelis, unless you want to give him Nolan Gorman. And if you don't want to do that, then you can't really be asking for three starters better than him because they can't pay that. They're not going to be able to, even if they wanted to do it, like they're not going to be able to get all three of those guys to sign with them. There's a lot of other teams that need pitching. You know, the Cardinals aren't the only team out there looking for guys to fill at the top of their rotation. The hope would be that, you know, two of them step up. Maybe Michaelis has a better year or Matt's has a better year. And you get to the trade deadline, and maybe that's when you get a guy better than them. But as of now, it was just – it was not feasible for them to go into the offseason expecting to sign or trade for three guys better than Michaelis. I agree with that. I I that that's a very valid point. It just I don't love it. Like I've said all in the offseason, I would much prefer Miles Michaels being your number four starter. However, again, we talked about this last time. Steven Matz really honestly key this year. This is a massive year, I think, for the mm-hmm. Cardinals and Steven Matz in that third year where we we've seen nothing but injuries and then poor performance. Peak Steven Matz at times, but just just glimpses. Um, I think that's gonna be really important. Look, here's what I'll say, and I said it yesterday. I love the human Lance Lynn. I don't necessarily love the signing, 
but I also don't hate the signing. I think mm-hmm. the fact that that's the guy they signed first is the thing that just blew everybody's mind because you were kind of expecting it to go the other way when that's not how the world works, especially in, in professional sports. Yeah, I kind, of, I kind of warmed up to the signing a little bit just because he's going to give you 180-plus innings. Like, he'll make 32 starts, um, barring injury, but he's been relatively healthy his whole career. Um, he's going to punch people out. He's going to probably strike out over a batter in the inning, which is not what the Cardinals have with either of their guys in their rotation right now. Mats can do that, but he hasn't really done it much. And he's going to bring something to the clubhouse that they need. Like, they need tenacity. They need someone who's not just there – you know, kind of la di da. Like it does say something to me that they they non tendered the clubhouse like uppity guy and Andrew <laughs> Kisner, and then the next day go get the exact opposite of that. Like <laughs> I do think because we remember when when they brought in AJ Przinsky, they wanted his his fire and you know weirdness yes. and ability to just rub people the wrong way. John Lackey, that was a big part of that deal. They wanted him to come in and be who he is. This is reminiscent of that. I think Mo knows when he needs to get that guy in the clubhouse. And I think he, that was proud of part of this um, signing. Um, as much as, as miles as, as I guess we'll, we'll call him a veteran at this point, right? He's not, he's not Lance Lynn in what Lance Lynn no. has accomplished at the major league level. So I do also see this, another part of that silver lining where Lance could be an incredible. And, and I think maybe we play way too much into this, but could be a, a, a good mentor for some of these young guys coming up. Like that's not a bad thing to have that voice in the, in the clubhouse. No offense to Miles, but if you look in the in the bullpen and you look around the other guys, like there aren't, there's not that guy now. Like it's it, for the first time in a long time that pitcher is not in the dugout. So I think that's something that that you could look at. Um, let me throw you some names out that a lot of people kind of had in the ten million dollar range, and then I'll let you take them. If you would rather have, we're gonna play the would you rather. All right, again, we're bringing okay. the game back. Would you rather have this guy or Lance Lynn? Okay. For about because this is kind of the what the, what they released. I read a thing today with the kind of where they looked at his num. Those numbers would be pretty similar to what Lance got. Um, Seth Lugo. Seth Lugo. Okay. Nick Martinez. Nick Martinez. Ronaldo Lopez. No, no Lance Lynn. Yuki Matsui. Lance Lynn. I don't the ride the relievers. I'm not going to take over a starter that's making the same amount. Sean Manaya. Lance Lynn. Michael Walker, which in my opinion, I think he gets more than ten million. I yeah, I, I think he's that's low. Okay, opinion. but um, Michael Walker's going to get like three years probably. So I'm at Lance Lynn. That's kind. That's kind of what I thought also. But um, Kentamaeda, Kentamaeda. Okay, so um, do you do you think they made this move just to go ahead and get it out of the way, or do you think maybe they this was their target guy? Do you believe that, or do you believe the other guys? They just, they, the, as an organization, they literally had zero interest in. Um, I'm kind of with you on the Seth Lugo thing, just because of his versatility. Um, yeah, I think he's going to cost more though. Those are projections, okay. but I, like, I think of Lugo's going to get course. twelve to thirteen a year because even if he's a reliever, that's not overly like crazy for him. But I, I do think a lot of it is they wanted his veteran presence in the clubhouse. Like I think that's a lot of it. I think a lot of it is he's going to give you innings. They lost a lot of innings. Like those have to go to someone. They lost. We talked about Dakota and Woodford and um, obviously Wayno and Monty and Jack. They lost all those innings. They're all gone. Um, he's going. He replaces 180 of them. Like and you can kind of write that in pen. Like he's going to give you that. Um, more times than not, and he's going to get. And most of the times they're quality innings. I get he had a really bad 2024. I mean, 2023, but he's not far removed from being one of the better pitchers in baseball. Like, we're not talking about a guy that's been on the downturn for five years. Like, that's not who he is. He right. was an all-star like, 
two years ago. He was getting Cy Young votes in Chicago. And, it, and a lot of it, he's getting bit by the home run ball. And if you're the Cardinals and you know that, take advantage of your stadium and bring a guy like that in and know that, you know, maybe 10 of those home runs are staying at the warning track at St. Louis. Like that, and that's the all the difference. And like, honestly, I don't think he's going to be a five ERA pitcher for the Cardinals. I don't think he's going to be a 3.5 ERA pitcher for the Cardinals. I think he'll probably sit in a, you know, low force. And I think if that's your five, that's fine. Okay. Um, so it sounds like you're coming around on the idea a little bit. Like I said, I'm going to really honestly, I'm not going to, it's impossible to judge it right now because we don't know if, in my opinion, if 2023 is an anomaly for Lance Lynn or if that is the Lance Lynn you are getting. Like if you look at every other year, essentially in Lance Lynn's career, he has been in a, a top three in the rotation pitcher almost every damn year. He's been in the major leagues, except for last year with the, with the chaos that was going on in Chicago, who knows who was working with him, who knows what was going on. And I know he went to LA and, and didn't and struggled at times. I completely understand it, but you never know if you get him back, you get his mindset, right? He works with somebody in the off season. You just don't know. And that's why I think it's almost impossible to play out. Like, I, I still go back to the fact I think the optics is what pissed a lot of the fans off that this is the oh this is the guy we're signing like no it's not you still have essentially forty to fifty million to sign two more guys if you do this correctly well we hope we hope that they go to that number like that's until I see that's what, it, they, that's, like, what they, that's what they reported as their budget quote unquote so correct they've got that plus you know the five million that O'Neill's gonna because I just that's another thing that's interesting to me. I don't know when they're gonna start shopping O'Neill and or Carlson. Like when is it that might be going now. to happen? Well, they, I mean, we wouldn't know if they were right. Like we would. Oh, we know. hear something. I think. I don't know. I don't know, man. They do. The Cardinals do keep things so close yeah, to do. the vest, to the vest. Yeah. That that um that we just mean we might never know. I mean I, that's the thing. So that could be actively happening right now. It could also actively start happening from the winter meetings. Who knows? Yeah. You know, what's interesting to me as well is normally when you pay an ace, you pay, you're hoping they lead your staff leadership wise, um, as well as obviously being the best pitcher on your staff. But I wonder if, you know, bringing in Lance Lynn with Michaelis and having those two as kind of your veteran presences, presence, I wonder if that makes them like, okay, now we can afford to go give a lot of money to a 25-year-old who's going to be leading our staff as the best pitcher, but he's he's obviously he's not from here, so he doesn't speak English as far as I know, and he's not going to be able to be that guy in the clubhouse when he comes in. So I do wonder if there's part of, let's get this veteran presence in here, and let's see if we can get this other guy in here, and because he doesn't need to be that. We have that role filled already. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're hoping. Like, that's, that's yeah. what, if that's the plan, right, if Mo had that forethought, and that is the plan, then we have to give him all the credit in the world if that's what happens. Is Yamamoto officially posted as of where we stand right now, 1037, 1037 on November the 21st? Yeah, he officially was posted and able to be signed at 7 a.m. Central Time today. So you know what's going to happen. We're yeah. going to be in the French Quarter today, and they're going to sign Yamamoto, and then we've got... Dude, I don't care where another. we are. I will rush back here and do it. I do not believe it's happening before Thanksgiving. Do you? No. Okay. No, I think it happens before December, though. Yeah, I did not expect us to be back in here today. Like I was talking about Lance Lynn, but here we are. So you just no, do never know. Lynn. Let's be. Let's. But I, again, I think here's the thing. I wouldn't have been pumped if it was Seth Lugo. I wouldn't have been pumped if it was Nick Martinez, the guys who you said yes. I wouldn't have been pumped if it was Kenta Maeda. I would have had the same skepticism as I do with with, with a Lance Lynn. If we're going to be really honest. Yeah. But I do love – I have been a Lance Lynn fan since he was a rookie with the St. Louis Cardinals. 
So at least having that big guy, that big guy back in the Cardinal uniform is going to make me happy come opening day. I will yeah. say that. That's what I'll say. And, and, and here's the thing as well. Like if your third guy you're acquiring is guaranteed to give you a load <laughs> of innings and is guaranteed, move away from the mic if you're going to cough. Sorry, that's, that's on me, guys. I do apologize on that. Um, but what I was, okay, what I was saying, the, the third guy that you're getting is going to, is guaranteed to give you a lot of innings, is guaranteed to give you strikeouts, and is guaranteed, and it has the president of the clubhouse. Like, that's kind of a perfect third guy for what they're looking for. They're looking for innings. They're looking for strikeouts. And I'm assuming they're looking to change up the dynamic in the clubhouse after the monotony that was last season. Um, okay. Do you do you believe in your one of your 80 hats that you wear, even though it is the same hat all the time? Do you believe that this ups the chances that Yamamoto is a Cardinal or has absolutely zero effect on that? No effect on it. Okay. But in your but as you said earlier. That is the hopes that that is maybe their thinking. Yeah, but if that was their thinking, then that would have been their thinking all the time. So it wouldn't have really oh, changed. Agreed, agreed. But they wouldn't have told us their thinking because that's not what they do. Yeah, like yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I think if Sunny Gray goes to the Braves, it ups it, it ups it quite a bit. Sounds like that's getting hot and heavy, but who knows, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, let's hope effect. that happens. I know, no, no, because then if they miss on Yamamoto, we're screwed. Like this, that's where they're at. The Cardinals are juggling so many balls in the air. They really They've got are. to just find their guy and whatever one it is, go get him. Don't be yeah. told no. Make them tell right. you yes, whoever yeah. it is. I love that, by the way. Make them tell you yes. I agree with that 100%. Um, anything else you need to talk about with Lance Lynn before we get to the other move that the Cardinals made yesterday? No. Um, were you surprised that uh, Double D, old Daniel Descalzo, is back in the, with the St. Louis Cardinals? Uh, one. Were you also surprised that it was just a bench coach? I wasn't surprised that he was back. That doesn't surprise me because he got back into the Arizona into the Diamondbacks franchise. Um, so it doesn't surprise me that he's back. It did surprise me that he was a bench coach. Um, because Joe, Joe McEwing got like the got the the fake promotion, I think, where it's like, we're promoting you because we don't want you doing the same job you were doing. Like that's kind of what it feels like, isn't it? Because the funny yeah, thing I is like, really... also was the special assistant in Arizona. I'm so sorry. You, there's a mute button on Zoom. <laughs> there, I don't have it. Yes, you do. Well, you have to just edit that out. Sorry. No, I, I won't be able to. It's fine. Sorry <laughs> okay. for your ears. I, I do apologize. Something hit me this morning. So, um, um okay. I, yeah, what is the exact role of McCune? I didn't totally understand what it was. Yeah, he's the special assistant to the front office, whatever. He's doing the role that Scalso did last year for Arizona. They just like flipped roles. I don't, I don't get it. But I, I don't know Scalso. I guess. They love having second basemen as their bench coaches. I don't know. I like they've had McEwing and Descalso and um Schumacher who played infield for some periods of time. I, I don't know what he's gonna bring. I don't know much. I guess he Ollie likes him. Like I'm happy for him. I don't know what he's gonna bring though. I don't have what, much. To... What do you think this what do you think this does for the chances of Yadier Molina returning to the St. Louis Cardinals? Well, I can tell you it makes him not the bench coach if he does return. Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe they could. I mean, last year we, we hired Matt Holiday as the bench coach, and then next thing you knew, he was gone, and then here was Joe, Jolton Joe McEwing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I think he's gonna. I think Yadi's gonna be um, like a roaming guy that might be only be at home games or just in spring training. I think the time commitment just didn't make sense for him. Like that's obviously that's what it seems like. They held out hope that he was gonna be the bench coach. It didn't happen, and they pivoted. That's what that's what it feels like to me. What well, let me ask you this, and maybe you know, and maybe you can enlighten our viewers and our listeners more because I I've never really uh, un, understood. Like, what did Joe McEwing screw up 
last year that they felt like he was the one we needed to replace and change. Like obviously we don't know those day-to-day conversations, but what could what could possibly he have done wrong to where now you're bringing in a new bench coach? Although, like you said, it is a promotion. Yeah, quote but, unquote. I mean, I don't know if he screwed anything up. I just think, you know, what the bench coaches do for the most part are they really run spring training. That's kind of their thing. Um, and spring training focuses on fundamentals and all that. And obviously the Cardinals' fundamentals were awful. I'm not saying that's on Joe McEwing. I think a lot of it's on the WBC and them not being together for most of spring training. But I don't think he did anything necessarily wrong. But just because someone doesn't do something overtly wrong doesn't mean you shouldn't look to get better in that area. Mm-hmm. That's my view, at least. It just seems a little odd to me that Joe was, I mean, they were talking about manager, like he was interviewed for manager jobs. Not he's too still, long ago. I mean, to be fair, he's still an organization at the front office. Like, it's not like they fired him. Very true. Very true. So, yeah, I mean, I hope everything goes well there, and I hope you just added another another good guy. But, again, it's more Cardinals coming back. Like, yeah. so, so does the – let me ask you another question then, the layered of the, the layers of this. McEwing becoming most special assistant, does that sort of eliminate the Heim Bloom discussion? I don't think so. Okay. I think that'd be a different – I think it keeps Joe McEwing employed. Okay. That's what I think it does. All right. All right. Poor Joe. Real people I didn't see he's still, he, Poor Joe. He's making tons of money to be in an MLB front office. He's doing fine. Okay. Yeah, but I think that guy wants to be a manager. So we know that. He's not going to be a manager. To be a manager is the Cardinals bench coach. He's not going to be a manager, Dad. He's had so many opportunities. It's never happened. Whoa. Well, I'm just saying. Also, by the way, fun fun thing here that I just realized. Lance Lynn and Joe McEwing don't like each other. They don't? No, Lance Lynn and Joe McEwen got in a massive fight in the dugout in Chicago, like in 2022. So, you, so they hired, did, they got Lance Lynn, they, and Lance Lynn said, "Get him out of my, get him out of my dugout." I will sign with you if you get that short little motherfucker out of my dugout. That's what he said. Yeah. You no, know, because I think they, I'm not saying they don't like each other. They might actually really like each other, but they did. I just think it's funny that the day they they had that Uh-oh. massive fight. <laughs> Because McEwing was the third base coach with Chicago, and they had a I massive fight. About, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, good, call, now, good so, recall. So the day that Lance Lynn gets gets signed back here, Joe McEwing gets booted out of the out of the clubhouse. Listen, Mo, funny. I need a triple X jersey, and I need that fucker moved up to your office. <laughs> oh no! If that's what happened, if that's the discussion, I love I love the Lance Lynn signing way more now. And I need I need I need steak and potatoes for every meal, please. Every meal, every yeah. meal, and about. About eighteen Bud Lights or Budweiser, Bud Heavies in the in the I cooler. Do, in the... I do want to say, while we're not super excited about the Lance Lynn signing, even though I think it's fine, I think we'll see what they do. Like if he's their second pitcher, they got it's a, it's horrible. But if it's a, he's their third, it's fine. Um, I am glad he's back. I do like having him back. Like he's he doesn't feel like the yacht, like the the Albert Pujols, like we're bringing him back for a swan song. Like that doesn't feel like that's what they're doing. I think they genuinely think he, he he's a benefit to the team. And Albert became that. Obviously, he was amazing, but that's not why they signed Albert. So right. I think I don't think I don't think it's a you know, what's the what's the word? like reunion tour for Lance Lynn. I don't think that's what it is. It's just you no, know, it's the Eras tour, man. That's where we're at now. We've gone the reunion tours are dead. It's now all Eras tour, and that's what we're doing. We got them all here now. We were losing that era, but we just fill it. We just filled it. I guess. Yeah. Well, we have finally have a World Series winner on our team again. We do like and a pitching staff, I guess at least. So there we go. Hey, that's what we've got. Um, Matt Holiday on the MLB Hall of Fame ballot. Yeah, I, he won't stay on it, but he. No. It's still cool to be on it. I think like that's a cool Agreed. honor to have that you're on it. Uh, there's a lot of great players on this ballot. Like I hope Joe Mauer and Adrian Beltre get in. Um, 
because I think they Hold both on. deserve Bell it. Beltrade guarantee, correct? Like that he no, first yeah, ballot. I mean, he should be he should be a unanimous, but the way they do that's stupid. Mount, well, yeah, yeah. There's been one unanimous, right? Like Mo, Mo that was it. Oh, we got news. We got news. All San right. Diego Padres are hiring Mike Schilt as the new manager. I thought that was already done. I thought that had already been. Thanks for ruining confirmed. the breaking news by no, it's not already done. It's breaking news from right now. <laughs> it just I, happened. I honestly thought it was completely, completely already done. Like because they'd been talking about it. So there it is. Mike Schilt with the Padres. Yeah. Remember, luck, Padres. I asked Kyle, like, what happens if the Padres hire Schilt? And he wins the NL West and takes him to a World Series. Can you imagine Card's Twitter? It's gonna, it's going to fucking burn down. It's also not going to happen. That organization. Oh, no, of course, it's not going to happen. But if it does, I am here for. Like he said, we're here for the chaos. Yeah, so we'll get to see Mike Schilt try to impose his will on the Cardinals at some point. Not Ali Marmol. I want to see that. That gives like the Ted Lasso versus um, Nate Shelley vibes in the last season. It really, truly does. It really. But we get, but we get, but I don't want to have the Nate Shelley in this situation. So hopefully, Ollie's the Ted Lasso. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's what we need. We need Ollie to be the. Do you uh, do you see any Ted Lasso in Ollie? Because I don't. I have yet to see that. You mean he doesn't speak in like a corny country accent? I don't think there's a lot of of dad um, jokes jokes all the time with footballisms. No, I do not believe that. So, all right. So we've got we've got the Descalzo signing. We got the Lynn signing, and now Mike Schultz to the Padres. Joe McEwing and, and uh, Lance Lynn Beef. I think we covered pretty much everything that we needed to cover. Let's hope. Look, I'm going to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving again. But let's hope we're back maybe soon with a, with a guy from across the pond who is now a Cardinals ace. Eric Fetty? Uh, sure. Sure. That's probably more likely. Uh, is there a way for them to, to for Sonny Gray to be the best pitcher they acquire this offseason and it to still be a good offseason? Can I? Okay, Yes. If they acquire Sonny Gray and they trade for Glass now or Dylan Cease. But then then Sonny Gray is not the best pitcher they acquire this offseason. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I thought you meant free agent. My my apologies. I thought no, you were about on pitcher, the free agent yeah. market. Then no. Because if it if you go get Sonny Gray and you sign one of those guys we just talked about earlier when we played Would You Rather mm-hmm. and you sign Lance Lynn, yes, you are better than you were last year. You're not putting yourself rotation-wise. You're I not believe. better. Well, you are. You're better than you were with Wainwright, Flaherty. Well, I mean, Montgomery. I mean, Mon- are you? Because like, Montgomery is probably going to be at least comparable to what Gray's going to give you. Maybe even yeah. better than what Gray's going to give you. So it's interesting. Like, it depends on where you rank guys. Like, if you rank Monty below Gray, then you could say, yeah, get Gray and Monty, and then we're fine. And that would be a good offseason, even though it wouldn't be as exciting as I think everyone would want. Um, but it's like they've got to just go all in on Yamamoto. If they don't land him, they don't land him. But they've, I, we can't have the same report that came out about Aaron Nolo where they didn't offer him anything. That can't right. happen. You have to be in on it. I'm not as mad about the Aaron Nolo thing, I think, as a lot of fans were because I think there was something just told to them that he was going back to yeah, I get no it. matter what. I'm not mad about it, but I'm saying that can't happen again. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And we can't come in sec. To be fair, we can't have Mo up there saying we made a great offer. It just wasn't enough. Like, well, you can't it do just, that. It just depends. Like, if the Mets give him $40 million a year, oh. like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? But right. that could happen. Like, the Mets yeah. could do something like that just because they want him. And then if you're the Cardinals, like, you just can't do anything about that. No, but nor should if you. The, if the contract's reasonable. And also, great reports came out that he is willing to play in St. Louis. And he's like – Derek Gold reported that yesterday. Yeah. So, it, since all that's – and the money's comparable – like if the money's reasonable, if he gets like let's say eight for two thirty, like we've been pro- right around what we've been projecting, then there's no reason for them not to be at the top of I that agree. list. I agree. All right, That's anything else before we get out of here and go go uh, head downtown? 
Uh, nope, that's all for me. Po'boy Festival was a success, by the way. Yeah, it was. Just to let everybody know, pretty good. Yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> all right, guys, everybody, for the second time, have an amazing, safe Thanksgiving with your family, uh, with your friends, with everyone. Have an incredible time. Again, if you are not celebrating Thanksgiving, have an amazing Thursday this week. We hope you all are awesome. We hope we are back with even more exciting news than the Lance Lynn signing. No offense, Lance. We love we love you, buddy, but we hope that there's something more exciting. Uh, talk to you all soon. Stay safe. Go Cards.